Hi, everybody, and welcome back to our second segment today. And we have invited Jeremy Radcliffe to come back on the show with us and kind of give us an update in the financial world. Jeremy's with SWBC Mortgage and is one of our lending partners. And just, Jeremy, welcome to the show. Great. Can you guys hear me okay? We can, we can hear, hear you. you. Excellent. Great. <laughs> Perfect. Well, good to connect with you guys. Um, I was interesting hearing about some of the stuff happening over the weekend for y'all. I can't imagine a squatter in a house. That's yeah. A, that's a, that's a what did you story. do this weekend? We actually just got back from, uh, it's kind of a, as a, as a sad story, yet a good story. We, my parents celebrated their 50th anniversary this, this last year. We were supposed to go to Alaska, mm -hmm. uh, but you can imagine that got canceled. Mm -hmm. So instead, we all quarantined the last couple of weeks, and then we met up in Dustin, Florida. So it was uh, great. We got a, got a big house, beach. It was wonderful. That's we had great. A great trip. I'm so glad you got to do that. Yeah, we did. It was great getting to, gosh, I haven't seen uh, all my brothers and kids and uh, our kids had a great time. So we had a really great trip. And Dustin right now is gorgeous. It was, oh, I'll bet. It was beautiful. So. so what's going on in the financial world? Gosh, you know what? Uh, I feel like every time I chat with you guys, I think, uh, I think I'm going to run out of news to share, but it just keeps happening. <laughs> so um, I just read a couple of headlines stating that uh, the Mortgage Bankers Association expecting uh, mortgage lending to be at a 14-year high right now. And you know a lot of that's just driven by the lower interest rates. So mm -hmm. we're seeing uh, rates are now all over again. They are at all-time lows. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, I won't say the exact details, but I was able to lock uh, a 30-year under and the twos uh, this last week, which wow. is just incredible. So For 30 years? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that amazing? Mm -hmm. So uh, <laughs> obviously there's dynamics to all of that. So, uh, but... But yeah, I mean, it's just, we're kind of now at this all time new and, and the, the outlook and a lot of it's just being driven by what's going on with COVID. Uh, the outlook is that rates are gonna continue to stay low. So what we're seeing, at least on our side, refinances are still really big. Um, we've seen a lot of purchases. I think it's maybe slowed down a little bit as a result of the holiday, which seems pretty normal. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think people are getting back in to start looking again. and. Um, you know, I just, I don't know how much lower they could go. I, um, I mean, we're not complaining, but I'll, I'll tell you mortgage lenders as a whole are trying to manage the volume. Yeah. It's just so much volume that it's causing, uh, it's just, it's delaying some of the processes. Not that people, not that closings are getting delayed, but what's happening, at least on our term, we're prioritizing purchases, but we basically had to tell our refinance clients like, hey, we promise we will get you closed. We just won't have a closed date until we know where we can get you put in. So, wow. um, but it, it, volume is definitely a big issue right now for lenders. How has, uh, how has the, the COVID changed like lending guidelines and-, yeah. and have So one of the big issues that's come up recently is, um, well, for okay, so two things. Anybody that's been furloughed from their current job, that's that's been an issue. I think we talked about that. Um, if you've been furloughed or you had a you had a position and now um, you've either been temporarily furloughed or maybe even lost their jobs, but we've run into that where that's prevented people from being able to close on their homes. Um, the, the that's obviously a factor. The other factor that we're seeing really come into play right now is for people who are self-employed. So Fannie came out, Fannie and Freddie together, they, they came out with different guidelines, but they said, hey, wherever, wherever Fannie's saying one thing and Freddie's saying the other, we're basically all on the same page. So interpret it as the same, but 
what we're having to do for self-employed borrowers, and that's people who either have their own businesses, um, they're, they're, they're having to take that information. We're just having to get a lot more granular. So we're now having to look at business bank statements for the last two months. We're having to get profit and loss statements. Clients are having to write up a, a just a quick narrative explaining how has COVID-19 affected your business. And it's really, it, it's made it a little bit harder for uh, for me and what we do because we try to do a really in-depth approval on that. In some cases, it's really a, uh, it becomes an underwriter's discretion mm-hmm. to figure out, hey, what has happened to someone's income as a result of COVID-19? Does that make sense? Yeah, so, it does. So um, that's a really big issue. And I'm, um, I don't know if that's going to change. And because what's happened right now, if you think about it, taxes, uh, 2019 taxes were delayed until this next week. Um, so you could have people who are qualifying off of their 2018 tax returns, which mm-hmm. was, I mean, we're, you're almost 24 months from when that was filed mm-hmm. or a year and a half. And so uh, what they're having to do is just verify, hey, where, where, where's the income look right now? If you're self-employed, hmm. so Interesting. that's a big factor. Yeah. What is the um, what is, have you seen an uh, impact of the the forbearance that was built into the first stimulus package? So forbearance has um, we've been getting consistent updates on kind of what that looks like or how we're supposed to manage that. Um, if you had someone who was in forbearance, they basically have to be caught up, uh, and that was one of the things that was. Uh, it was a ready fire aim. Uh, if you ask most mm-hmm. lenders uh, how um, CFPB handled that whole thing, um, because it put a lot of pressure on lenders to try to figure out how are they supposed to handle the, the these updates, because lenders were still responsible for making those payments to the investors, or to the GSEs. Mm-hmm. And so what's happened on the forbearance side is they've created guidelines along with I think one one good benefit has been that there's been some clarity on you know is that does that lump sum forbearance amount have to be paid back in 180 days or 360 days? I think they've created some clarity on that for clients, which has probably been really needed. Uh, but on the actual lending guidelines, it still comes down there. We've got so many different matrix on where people fit mm-hmm. and that whole process. Mm-hmm. So what what I would recommend people who are considering forbearance is because I know this is happening because I've talked to people who, try, who said, hey, I'm thinking about just claiming forbearance, not that I really need it, uh, but I like the cash flow. I would I would highly recommend people don't do that because in some cases, even though it's not supposed to um, report negatively on your credit report, Interesting. we've seen situations where that is still reporting and it just has to be updated. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that that so, help. If you, um, so the, the guidelines that you were talking about on the repayment, um, the clarity that that you'll finally have on that what is the what are so it's my understanding now that that um what we've been told to communicate with clients is always called servicing because there's a pro you have to go through a process uh and figure out exactly what the situation is but it's my understanding now that those amounts could be tacked on at the end of the term Mm -hmm. um but the the tricky thing on that though is you can't refinance like a if someone's in forbearance, that amount has to be brought back to normal. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's where it's creating an issue for people. If they're just saying, hey, we're, we're going in forbearance, we want to um, just avoid payments for the next six months, that amount would have to be brought back up to current in order to refinance if you were trying to do that. Interesting. Yeah. What um, are, are you, um, uh, we've heard of some lenders that are actually 
calling or you know the the closing department is calling the employers to make sure that they're still employed as of the day of closing so that is a question jeff and that's been a big issue for we actually had to hire a whole new team um to basically because they got the the investors have said hey you need to verify that someone's still employed uh, because if you have like a someone were to be uh basically if they were to claim forbearance between the time that the loan was originated and when it was sold to the investor it creates uh, an unsellable loan and so now what we've had to do is say even up to some investors say within 10 days i had one the other day it was within five days and it, from the note date we had to verify that they were actually still employed mm -hmm. so what we've done is we've tried to automate as much of that as possible there's verification services like work number we can get updated pay stubs um it's just extra steps because um i don't think anyone's trying to to kind of work the system necessarily we just have to verify that someone's income hasn't changed last minute mm -hmm. so yeah. interesting interesting yeah. times hey jeremy with the yeah it's very interesting so. with buyers right now we've had yep. uh, some of them trying to get into certain school districts as of recently, even though we don't know if we're going to be back at school. Um, right. With what it sounds like you're going through and all of the extra steps, do you still see 30 days as doable from your end? Yeah, so we're still closing um, purchases in, in, in some cases, 20 to 30 days. We're, I think I mentioned we're just prioritizing the purchase business. Okay. Um, we never want to be the cause for someone to not be able to, to get a home. Um, the, the main thing on that though, Weston, is making sure, and this is where we've talked about this, just having a, a good, clean pre-approval on the front end always helps mm -hmm. because then we know how to approach, um, hey, what are we gonna need? Like, is this a self-employed borrower? If that's the case, depending on how motivated they are right. and uh, if they're able to get us those updated P&Ls and bank statements and they're willing to do some of those extra steps, we can still do it. Um, refinances, we were recommending, you know, the little bit longer timeframes because we're working within the purchase side. But I think, yeah, I mean, if we've got an opportunity to get someone closed and get them in the right house um, and they're willing to help us out and get, you know, we can move forward pretty quickly on stuff, we can still do it in less than 30 days. It's so. interesting that the, one of the things that we like about working with you is that you do put people into that approval process right away i mean the minute right. they call you they need to start right. filling out the application and it's a very um the the consumer reaction has varied from oh this is great to people who went through the the home buying process <laughs> maybe 10 years ago and right you know they it used to be well you'd pull their credit and you'd write their letter and then you right. and now, yeah it's now. a and it's, it's probably I'm, i imagine some lenders do it a little bit differently than i am i just think specific because i try to be very well, I think about what I would want and, you know, you get you get so far down the line, uh, you get emotionally invested on a property. Let's make sure that the agents that are involved in the process and the clients that are getting excited about the property they're looking to buy, let's make sure they can actually afford it and qualify for it. Yeah. And there are some weird nuances. And right now, technology, the way we have it today, it allows us to expedite that process. So it's really not that much more complicated. Uh, it just maybe catch, can't catch some people off guard a little bit if they're thinking that they're going to wait to do the approval process until they're out of option. I just try, we try to set the right expectations on the front end and say, we've got to run these two processes in parallel to make sure that we're going to hit these deadlines on time. And everyone seems to really be on board with that. 
So the, the ones that are, seem to be more shocked about the process now are the ones that bought their last home in 2007, 2008. Oh, and it, yes, it is. If you have not done financing in a while, because they're still, they missed that whole 2008, 2009 fiasco when lending swung so far and mm -hmm. we've kind of come back in some ways. Uh, but I think I'm really proud. I, I'll just say I'm really proud of our industry. I'm, I'm particularly really proud of what we're doing as a company. Um, uh, it, just handling everything that's been going on. And I think we're still trying to take it and say, we want to help people get into homes. Uh, we want to communicate really well throughout the process and, and just avoid some of those gotchas. And that's, that's where as our team, let's do as much as we can on the front end to make sure everything's covered. So, Well, before we wrap up, I would say that um, firsthand experience, I just closed with Jeremy three weeks ago, I think. Mm -hmm. And, um, it went seamless and at one point i think that it was me i'm pretty sure it was me that was dragging and not getting stuff done per jeff he <laughs> Maybe, it may have been you a little bit less than <laughs> he literally looked at me and he goes you are not going to be the worst client that we have now get that filled out <laughs> i was like oh, i forgot i'm oh, sorry but um, that's why we have jeff involved. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes but i will have to well, say I appreciate that, that. Uh, carly and kimberly and you yourself y'all yes. were always there and answered every question and i think that well, it went super smooth and we love the new systems that are in place and it made it so much easier getting that loan done. Yeah, you know, I um, I would just say, I, I know what I would communicate to your viewers, and uh, I just so appreciate you guys. What I and I, I mentioned this. What I think is so unique about you, you two, is that you guys, when you go out and you work with clients, somehow you're able to get deals that other agents. Uh, I, I work with lots of different agents, so don't. This is what? not a carte blanche statement, but <laughs> but but I, you guys can get deals under contract quickly. And I love that about y'all. Um, and we've talked about that a little bit. And that's a unique, I think that's a unique uh, gift for you guys and the way that you're able to negotiate and, and get to that next step. So that's a really big win for you all. And I appreciate uh, the opportunity to always, I'm just really honored to get to work with you guys. Thank you very much. We yeah. appreciate that. We feel the same. Well, Jeremy, thanks for coming on the show again. We we'll, absolutely, we'll guys. Great to see y'all. Hopefully, we can all, gosh, I'd love to happy hour sometime. No I don't know how no we it so. may have to be six to eight feet apart and going like this, but <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just it's a unique time, but everybody stay safe and uh, let us know if we can help with anything. We'll do it. Thank you again, Jeremy. So Jeremy's uh, contact bet, information is going to come up on the screen here. And if you, uh, uh, if you are in the, uh, in the market for a refinance or purchasing a home, uh, reach out to Jeremy. The, the process they have really is pretty cool. Yep. And it is firsthand experience. It is seamless white glove. So take advantage of um, our recommendation and get in touch with Jeremy. So you hope, we hope you've enjoyed our show today. And uh, if there are any topics or any guests that you'd like to have us have on, please write in the comments down there. We'll reach out and see if we can make that happen. And uh, join us next week. Yep. And remember, we want to be your realtors for life.